Hello. And welcome to the Martini Scale, where we talk movies over martinis. And provide our perspective on what is and isn't worth watching. We are three friends who all love film, so the goal with the show isn't to critique every detail, but to give you an honest perspective of what our experience was like when watching something. And perhaps, more importantly, how drunk you need to be to enjoy it. I'm Sean. I'm Natalie. And I'm Lena. And you are joining us for Netflix and Chill. Volume 3. I feel like Volume 2 guys did a little better with the harmonies, but it's fine. I think we just both were real excited and kind of drunk. I think we're extra drunk right now. Yeah. Yeah. Three is hard to... Three, yeah, like that just it doesn't, doesn't go good. well. That's let's fair. let's fair. try on our best. One, two, three. Oh. No. Oh, I could have done. That oh, do it again. Do it again. I was too high. One, two, three. three. Oh, sorry, I was off key. That was bad. bad. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. See, three is not good. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm also. We'll do better on four. Four. Oh my god. Oh, that sounded nice. I'm drunk already. This is going to be a weird happens. episode. Okay. So we're this oh, this episode, we're talking about two movies. Um, Netflix Profession. and Chill is our new, like, the idea is that we want to let you know. And we actually, in the last episode, we came up with a new rating system for this. So the new it. rating system is going to be, Good should job, you, Sean. is it worth Netflixing or should you chill? Chill means like, eh, whatever, just chill. That's fine. Go bang the person you invited Yeah, go, go have sex. Don't worry about this. And then um, the idea is that we want to surface like Netflix movies that are either worth watching or not worth watching. Because if you're anything like us, you spend an hour and a half every time you go to watch a Netflix movie looking for the movie to watch. And then I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed now. And then you're just like, I'm done. It's fine. I'm done. I'm going to go to bed. And now that they added previews on Netflix, it's even worse because you sit and watch the previews before you. you But I won't pick anything unless I watch a preview. I know. It's awful. Because I'm like, what the fuck is this movie about? I I don't know. I know. But yeah. I don't like some of the previous. Like, Ugh. put the trailer. Don't show me a yeah, scene. The That's scene. a weird well, I know. scene. They trick you because some of the movies aren't even in English, and they're billing <laughs> it as like a Netflix original. You know what I'm talking about too. No, so, really? I haven't come across this yet. No. Are you watching a lot of foreign content? What are you talking about? Maybe I don't know. I'm very sophisticated. I think Netflix so. knows. Oh, okay. I think Netflix knows. I don't like to read my movies, oh, so it does not suggest I mean, any. I of like those. a good foreign film once in a while. I do not. I oh. never choose that. Interesting. Miss, I'm the, going yeah, to Switzerland Roma, Roma and South Africa to travel. One. Yeah, but those are all English-speaking countries. So. Okay. In this episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about two vastly different films. First up is Always Be My Maybe, not to be confused with Always Be My Baby, the Mariah Carey song that was a hit single. Always Be My, my Baby. Baby. Which, didn't that song play at the end? Um, so, hello. Yes, it did. You just spoiled one of my oh, notes. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, crap. Always Be My Maybe is a romantic comedy directed by, oh, fuck you. I'm not saying this name wrong. What do you mean? I know. Me this name is really hard. Oh. <laughs> Nantatka Khan. It was directed by, I assume, Mr. Khan. No. Oh my, she is a lady. Fuck me. I literally, yeah, after that so long rude. conversation Jeez. in the last episode so about Jesus being Christ. a feminist, and I just oh, did this. You just I'm sorry. it was a man. Ms. Khan. Rude. I did. I totally did. I admit that. Um, it stars Ali Wong you. and Randall Park as, quote, two childhood friends who find themselves in vastly different socioeconomic situations when they fall in love as adults, unquote. Um, it came out on Netflix on May 31st. I'm actually surprised that I read that sentence all the way through with the enthusiasm I did, as drunk as I am right that now. That was enthusiasm. <laughs> Natalie, this is me enthusiastic. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, the perfection. Not all of my makeup off. The perfection <laughs> is a American horror thriller film directed oh, by too much enthusiasm. American, too much enthusiasm. She always puts these in the notes. It's American horror. Thr- I don't That's know why. From it's, Wikipedia. That's fine. Um, I was didn't di- write that. It was directed by Richard Shepard from a screenplay by Shepard, Nicole Schneider, and Eric. I guess maybe because this Carmelo. seems like a very Asian-y thriller. Place in no, it's but the bottom. Finish the, the fucking ring, description for yeah. God's sake. All of those sake. things okay. are very. Yeah, I always wonder, like the audience listening, is that are they like okay? These guys are too drunk for me right now. Like I don't want to listen to this episode. I don't because care. I, I would love to listen like. to it. I, think I it's would hysterical. too. But it's it's so contrastingly different sometimes because like the first episode of the day we record. My we're, like, favorite fresh part is perky. when people like talk at the beginning of their thing. And these are the funniest ones to listen to, people. Yeah, because when I listen to these back, I always laugh. I laugh. So yeah, you're fucking welcome. Um, the film stars Allison Williams, Logan Browning, and Stephen Weber. Stephen. And oh god. 
It actually had its, this is interesting, it had its premiere at Fantastic Fest. I thought Fest. that was Fantastic Feast. <laughs> it had its, oh, that would be ironic for this one. What is Ew. Fantastic Fest, Natalie? Do you know what that I is? I don't know. It's clearly a festival. I thought you knew it all is. the film festivals. Yeah, I don't know all the film festivals. Did you guys know that Natalie went to Sundance? There's a Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in the late night episode. Don't worry. So we yeah. actually had a meeting the other day, and Natalie said that she wanted to do that film just so she could mention that she went to Sundance. So and, I was throwing you a bone and, because... I know, but also I'm going to... I cannot wait to say in that episode... Pictures. No, I, I took a lot Sundance. of pictures. Well, you didn't post them on our social. I did not. I'm still bitter about I will that. share it when we post the episode, but I also want to say that when we do that episode, I will be able to say, I saw this movie at Sundance and I went to the premiere of it. The premiere. I want that for you. I know. I'm I, really excited. I can't wait, I can't wait for that. She's like, I can't wait to be a brat. I'm going to sound like such a brat. And now we're doing it. <laughs> L.A. douche. I can't wait for you to sound like an L.A. douche. <laughs> sound like an L.A. douche. And be like, the first time I saw this movie at Sundance, Sundance. was so good. And then I got invited to the premiere, and it was so good that time. How was the premiere that? Did you guys have fun? It was so fun. Um, I really wish you would have gone. Why was it fun? Because of the actors we saw? Because of the person we first saw. Oh, Who did you yeah. See? Ike Barinholtz came out. Should we save this for that episode? Because we're going to do a special episode for this. When does it come episode. out? June 7th, it has a... Soft opening June 14th. I'm going to a screening this week. Yeah, it's doing it because yeah. Yeah. oh, it's great. They're pushing a lot of like word of mouth screenings to kind of build okay. because critical acclaim, blah blah blah. Like it's a it's lot of stuff like for a, a lot of stuff for book yeah. book smart. They're saying that like it's a failure, which is unfortunate because it's such a good movie and it's like 97 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but Excuse it only me, opened to like yeah, it's only opened to eight or nine million dollars every time i try to book a ticket it was packed but you're also in los angeles and i think that's true that's we true. are very different so it just true. box office wise it's not that's translating true. that way so it, it I money wise it's bad not. did on that though it opened to 33 million i literally did this search because i was curious because i'm like i compared the two that makes me sad for olivia wilde because this movie deserves like all the attention it's Absolutely. getting i've been telling everybody to watch this movie so everyone i encounter i'm like i just saw it go watch and it. everyone i know that's seen it has loved it Exactly. And Don't miss our every- Booksmart episode. We yeah. do a special episode. Everybody was so kind of good. talking about like, should Booksmart have done that platform release where it's releasing on smaller screens and then eventually opens no, fuck wide? You, everybody, this movie is going to fucking but, but that's, be a cult that's classic. That's essentially what and, Late Night yeah. is doing. Is they're opening on like smaller screens platform release and you're building up to it. Because word of mouth, everybody's talking right. about Late Night and how funny it is and it's great. And then hopefully when it's ready, when it opens wide, that people have been hearing a lot about it for a while. way better than Late Night. So we're going to start this episode talking about Always Be My Maybe, which I think um, The Perfection is a vastly different film. Oh, and these so, are two oh, different yeah. movies. So we're going to have to figure out some sort of really transition between movies. them because it's going to be tough. Natalie, what are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking a banana cream martini. Oh. Uh, there are two reasons. It's a twofold martini. Oh, I love twofold. <laughs> First fold. <laughs> fuck's sake first fold is <laughs> that when ali wong what does that mean i love twofold i don't even know what that means <laughs> two I, reasons okay i no, i know what twofold means i just don't know why i said i love twofold like it, is that like a new rapper that's come out i don't like, know <laughs> i know trust me i'm very self-aware about that first fold is when ali wong and randall so park's characters perverted. get it on in the back of the car Ew, okay. fold. They're not talking about that kind of fold. Calm down. Listen, I, I, she think, asked I feel like him, you're being sexual right now, and my, I'm not being sexual Yeah, right no, now. no. Oh, you I need was. to get your mind no. out of the gutter. Although this is oh, kind of sexual. So they get it on in the back, and she asks him where he got the condom, and he says from seventh grade and from uh, the, yeah. the sex ed sex teacher ed, that came yeah. in and showed them how to put a condom on a banana. Banana. And Which, then, I'm sorry, does anyone, did anyone go to school where they taught them how to put a condom on a banana? No. No, that well, doesn't happen like in my movie thing? We also grew up in Orange County that was very conservative, and we probably had very limited sexual education. I didn't I have sex I ed, had, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think it was that, but I don't remember ever. I think this would be a memory I'd have is Miss Turner that. putting a condom on a banana. And yeah. Bible Belt, we did not have yeah. sex ed. Totally. I don't think she did that. Um, 
but and nobody like passed out condoms. Which, I'm sorry, but it's a training that you need. I, we're going to digress oh, for a second yeah, for because sure. oh, as yeah, a guy, especially, I'm like, oh, I, which sure. way do you? Do the, yeah, I need oh, it. yeah. We didn't get on the second fold of my banana thing. Oh, Please, uh, second, second fold, fold of the banana is it matched the color of the vomit in the perfection. Ew. I don't oh, necessarily geez. think we needed to go there. But I guess you. So it kind of fits both movies. Not really, but okay. in it, in a so gross. nice little banana fold. Are, okay. you, are there worms in this one? No. Okay, no, so I, let's talk about Always and Maybe because I'm actually really excited about this movie. I have so many notes. Okay, I love go. this movie let's so go. much. We do okay. it. We do so it. So the first thing I want to say is that one of the movies, and we were doing a special episode on the movies that like, give us the feels and make us feel things, and oh. this is this movie isn't on my list, but it oh. reminded me of a moment in this movie. Oh. And the movie is, like, it has that, like, up moment at the beginning where, like, mm. you see the death of the mom. Oh, she's never really seen it, sad. so don't... Mm, because but I know what the thing is, though. Oh, I was like, no, I'm talking about Always Be My Maybe, though. Like, that yeah. moment in the beginning oh. where you set an exposition. Oh. But I know what the They did something similar. Is. You guys didn't see Searching either, did you? No. No, I want to see They it. do something similar in Searching with the mom because the mom dies in the beginning of the movie. Mm. Sorry. If you're Spoiler. Not gonna, you're not going to see it if you didn't see it by now. But the point is, they do something similar in this, mm-hmm. and... I just I love hate those moments because it's like I don't I'm I'm not watching a, this romantic comedy for that feeling but you did it to me and you did it to me in the beginning and fuck you but thank you because it kind of sets the tone of like where we're going as I was watching it I was like I thought this was a fucking comedy totally yeah. and then like but at the end they tie it back together and so it's yeah. really cute but oh yeah yeah spoiler alert. so fucking cute anyway I really 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 enjoyed this movie um I I'm loving this trend in Asian American film and like I say that as like a not as woke as I trying to sound white guy like I just I can't figure out why this culture isn't more represented on film because every movie that I've seen recently, like I have fucking loved. So it was mm-hmm. this movie, Crazy Rich Asians, like anything that you throw at me, like oh, like I don't understand like why it's taking so long to present these characters to the world. Okay, so I don't know. Like, there's you guys don't have an opinion about that, or I have an opinion about it. I feel. <laughs> As a white she got woman. real Howard Stern on her microphone there. I have an opinion about this. I I feel... Does he do that? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. I just felt very... I feel like the only way Asian Americans or any Asians were represented in film for a long period of time was like ninja movies. Stereotypes, And like yeah. very like... Which I feel like but they I'm had a... ninja. I feel like they had a very significant place and were really important to Asians, Asian Americans, and other Americans, where it's like Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, like things mm-hmm. that they did and the entertainment they brought to people was world-renowned. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. great. Sure. But it, they've never really been represented in a Regular way. people. Yeah. It's like we're just Broccoli. telling a rom-com that is this story. And mm-hmm. so I think... That's why I loved Crazy Rich Asians when it came out because I'm like, this. There's no reason why this should it be a story that's told cinematically just in this way the way for everybody. Look. Yeah, it just. So to Still, me, I I do mean connection? the way they look. Like no, but like everybody in that uh, Crazy Rich Asians in particular, like everybody's hot. So it's well, like okay, uh, fine, they're the, all hot. The but I'm look. just saying, uh, I'm saying is like they're just. It's a human reaction, like human things, human connections, human feelings. Like it's. It's all the same. They they just look different than blonde haired, blue eyed ladies. Like it's not. But why is that the like the bar or whatever? But I, like, I do you know? feel like there have been like telenovelas. There right. have been like mediums that have been focused on like the Latino communities. I feel like there's like uh, BET and other like programs that are like spe- like specified for like African American communities mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't feel. And maybe maybe that's where I'm more ignorant. I don't but feel I like there has been language. like a market like designated in right. a bigger way specifically for Asians and Asian Americans. Well, there's so a I don't huge feel language like, barrier because Asia, yeah. there's a lot of different uh, languages. Well, if there is, you're not watching it. I mean, yeah. you won't even watch a film with subtitles. But so. I, I don't watch <laughs> telenovelas. I don't watch yeah. programs on BET. Right, I don't, but live... it seems like I, I'm aware that there are... You don't watch BET? <laughs> what? You live in a community where like here it's everything's you, you want also <laughs> want to know spanish you don't want to learn vietnamese 
You know what I'm saying? Like, even though there's communities of that, they're not as prominent as, like, a Spanish, you know, Mexican, whatever, Latino community. Well, and I also feel like the big push of, like, seeing more diversity on film... And they look more... ...has been more towards any... Specifically persons of color and specifically, like, African Americans or Latinos. And I feel like... Asian Americans or any Asian descent, like it seems like they're not as represented, and it isn't really a conversation because that's they. Had. I, and I'm not trying to be whatever the word is, but they look different. Don't be that word, Lena. Whatever they that look word is. different. You look different. Like yes, fine, African American, they are a different color, mm-hmm. but Latino can't. Like there are light skinned versions and also tan skinned version of like white people. Mm-hmm. So they their eyes look diff- the same, but Asians look different. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying it's hard to like are you saying that as an Asian. Yes, <laughs> but I'm saying it's true. Like it's easy to like sometimes. I'm mistaken as a Latina person. You are? Yeah. I've been called Pocahontas. I've been called That's like Indian. No, I know, but I'm saying like I've been called many different things because they I but me, I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different, like than a true Asian American. But that's because you guys have like pretty white like pretty light eyes. Right? Me? Yeah. I got shit brown eyes. No, but like in this light they look light. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also no, I'm just saying like Lena. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, in general, they looked, their hair is jet black. Like, it's just different. Like, you can. But what does that I'm have to do with not, and I'm asking this question very ignorantly. No, and I'm saying. What does it have saying, to do with not having them being represented in. I'm, that's not my responsibility. Like, well, it is my responsibility, but, like, it wasn't, like, growing up. Those things weren't put there. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel feel like African Americans and Latinos are put out there more because maybe there's just more around or maybe they're just more they look similar even though the color is different. But I don't know whatever. Natalie is woman in film, how do you feel about this? I you know, I want all diversities to be represented in film. Yeah. And I think that to me you Any should be able to have Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think you should be able to have a script for a film or a television show that is open to any yeah. ethnicity. Right. And I think, to me, yes, you're getting into more backstory of, say, like the culture and cooking and something like that mm-hmm. in this particular movie, which I think is yes. super fun. Mm-hmm. But I even even when I was thinking about like the character names of Marcus and Harry, and I was like, was this originally r- written for white characters, American characters? And then they oh, transformed yeah. it to... Like, you know, show some of this Korean heritage of Randall's characters and her cooking and stuff. Okay, so... And I thought maybe that could be part part of what they did, but I do feel like that doesn't change the dynamic of the love between the two of them, the history between the two of them, and what I'm connecting to between these characters. I agree. And I I think more of, like, showing their... There were certain things that I personally didn't understand or get in, like... The handicap parking that all Chinese people have the handicap parking all, stickers. That seems not like just Chinese. But then I was My like, okay, this one. is not. The, <laughs> but your it's, mom also I, probably needs a handicap sticker. Well, mentally. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Is it necessary? And I, I this, I'm asking this question from perspective of like, do you think they're limiting the exposure for this film by putting like? all Asian characters in one film together as opposed to mixing not. it up. I, I would hope, hope not. I would not because I, I feel not. like Randall has been in so many mainstream movies. Mm-hmm. I love him. I think he's adorable. I I became attracted to him in this movie. I think now I like him sexually. I th- He is adorable and I love him. Allie, I've always loved her because she's just so like, I love when she gets that face and she's so like that. But... Are people used to it, even when she does that? It seems very Asian to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes right now, but like it just seems very. I guess I'm just asking. Like I and don't again, know. we live in Los Angeles, which is like this melting pot, and so you see yeah. a lot of interracial couples. True. And I think that like what would be more interesting to me instead of having like a movie that's all about like one particular ethnicity or you know ethnic background to mix it up in the sense that like let's start getting people. All, yeah, it doesn't have to, to be all Asians. It doesn't have to be all like we can all just be like, together. 
I loved it. We're and all together right now. <laughs> everything about this film, right? Like I really did like it yeah, a lot. Me too. But like I, I don't know if it would have been different. Like I'm not saying it, there should have been more white people in it, but like no. I don't know, like mix it up a little bit. Like I don't necessarily like Crazy Rich Asians is another example, right? It was, right. Like, everybody was Asian. It, That's cool. It's and, like, great. And I understand that like that needed to happen to set mm-hmm. that precedent, and like I'm totally respectful of that. But like let's show if we want to talk about cultural diversity, yeah. let's show cultural diversity. Fully agree. Mm-hmm. Fully agree. And I think that's maybe why I get so annoyed with it because I'm yeah. like, oh, now we just got to throw all the Asians in. Yeah. And it's like, Ugh. but I don't have Asian, I don't hang out. I don't have Asian friends. I have some, yeah. but they're not my main group of friends. And I in this have one, you have like diverse... her stereotypical Latina friend. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It just felt like kind of contrived that. in that sense. I, I, yeah. just, I, mean, I think maybe it's like, I, I get that they're trying, but it's like almost like too much. Yeah. Like, in one thing instead of like mixing it. I I totally agree. Having I I personally didn't feel that way, but and I didn't feel specifically like I wanted more white people in this. No, it's I, not that's that not, you that's want more saying. white people. I didn't want any I don't need any more white people. Yeah. In film. It's just like if they were there, you wouldn't know the difference. I guess I'm, I'm that's just what saying I'm saying. It's like if that, we're like, just in there, you wouldn't know the difference. This mm-hmm. was set in two of the most cultural diversities in mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. San Francisco and Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I walk out your door right now and I'm going to see people of all ethnicities exactly. when I leave this place. Okay. I don't believe that it's only Asian people in San Francisco. No, I don't think so, so like, either. But, but, but like, that saying, is a big stereotype. But I'm just saying that like, go, show all the different people. Like if show me like African American characters, show me Latin but characters. Her show friend me... was African American. I loved her. His band member, one was Latino, one mm-hmm. was Indian. Indian. Like I know. there were other parts that yes. were other ethnicities that I yeah. feel like it wasn't just true. It yeah. wasn't uh what the I know, hell? But Crazy Rich Asians, yes, was an all Asian cast yeah. for sure. And you see what we're saying though. Yes. Like I'm I not trying to disparage and this again, by any means. And to me, I think a simple favor on a great sense of like you've got this thriller romantic I keep calling it a simple yeah, it's a simple favor. Yes. Um, what did we call it though when it came out? A simple plan. Simple plan. Yeah, that's the, band. Which is the, the wrong band. movie. Yes. Which is the band. No, but it's another movie. I think a simple plan is another but movie. But it's also a band. Oh, okay. This is what we're joking about. Um, Ska band, I think. In the nineties. But a simple favor. It's like Henry Golding is like the romantic lead, and I yeah. kind of loved that. It's like this is not your typical like white guy, hot yeah. guy casting. It's like he's so attractive and yeah. so good in the role, and it's like that's how. It, things should be cast should be, as yeah. by like a little bit more not diverse because we're and, a diversity yeah. role or diversity no, and not specifically because it's like he's attractive and like ke- like the chemistry between the two is really good and I think it mm-hmm. really worked for that p- particular role so right. it's, you bought into it I want to dive into some of the specifics because I have okay, a ton of yes, notes on this one go, so, let's go okay a couple things I want to say really quick I loved Ali Long Ali Long okay. Ali Wong um, as a comedian, but I never expected to see her as an actor. I don't think I've yeah. seen her as an actor. I've only seen her stand-up special, so that was yeah. kind of like a nice, a nice and I love treat. Her. I think she's hysterical. Um, I love the aesthetic. So the cin- cinema. Oh my god! I can't really it. Cinematography. cinematography, lighting, everything about Ooh. this film, production design-wise, like loved, mm-hmm. loved the, the the contrast of like LA versus San Francisco. Agree. Um, the only complaint I have about that is when they did the shots of each city, like they went too quickly. You know, I'm talking about how they like did the up and down mm-hmm. side, side with mm-hmm. it. Like, I just wanted to show more of it, like hold on the shot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about some of the specific scenes that I enjoyed because I think this movie was incredibly funny and incredibly like nuanced funny. So there's like the scene, the kid's birthday party where they're having like the argument breakup. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, there's just something where just, like someone's like, you're scaring the goats. Stop arguing. Yeah. Like, that was really funny. <laughs> to me. Um, and I think that guy was white, yeah, by yeah. the way. There's something that there's something that we need the to talk. The only white guy there. Okay, there's something that we need to talk about. Speaking of white people, that like was such an amazingly pleasant surprise to this film. <gasps> Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Oh, like, okay. I was like, you guys better say Keanu Reeves. Oh, absolutely. I am obsessed with him. So the the scene. So like, I'll set a little bit of context. But they He's go to this like really pretentious so restaurant. I'm gonna choke right now because. So they he's go. So funny. So this. He's so funny, and I love that he because I've heard that he's like really humble he and like is. amazing in life and so the fact that he played this like pretentious douchey actor that his version of him mm-hmm. would like took balls I to do that but like so they go to this restaurant and it's like this uber pretentious restaurant where like this they literally it's, they're eating meat <laughs> his and- suit was 
phenomenal. Oh, he like that great. velvet he great. with he that great. weird tie. Yeah, he looks great. Scar. But like, so they're in this restaurant and they, they have to put headphones on <laughs> to hear the animal dying that they're about to eat. And like the moment that he takes before he like eats and he's like, he acknowledges, he's like, and he like cries a little bit and he's I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. And then he eats it. Like, it's so great. <laughs> and then the scene where he um, takes care of the bill mm-hmm. and the, the other, like, what's the guy's name? The other Rand- actor, Randall. Park. Randall. Randall. Marcus. He's like, oh, I'll pay. He's like, it was sixty four hundred dollars. They had like literally like sh- like beats and like pieces of yeah, it was on the like plate. air. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like um, the uh, the, the essence taste of, of Caesar, Caesar salad. salad. <laughs> totally. And then he's like, um, <laughs> when he talks about like how he afforded it, he's like, it was the entire residual check for my hit movie Speed. <laughs> like, it was just <laughs> so great. So great. I, he was thank so you. good. I loved him in that. I, oh, I want people to recognize him for what he's. I was so him. pleasantly surprised by like just the things that kept like keeping me entertained because mm-hmm. typically a movie like this, and I think the last summer is a really good example of this. It kind of like plateaus, mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, I'm I'm here, I'm like here. it's great, yeah. but like this one like just kept throwing shit at you that was just <laughs> so great, and it was yeah. genuinely funny, like the mm-hmm. Keanu stuff. I mean, this movie would not have been the same without no. that. And so, like, I genuinely... And I love how they didn't promote anything about Keanu. No. Like, it was like, such it was a nice slight surprise. slight little things like, oh, Keanu's role, like yeah. his little, like, cameo. Cameo? He was in a full-on, like, section of this movie. Yep. Yeah. And then I have, like, a note about the end scene. It's so with, like, good. the mom's recipes and just, like, oh, tying it all back together. I know. And, like... Because I, I couldn't figure cute. out where it was going to go, to be honest with you. I really mm-hmm. was not predictable in the sense that I saw how they could end up together in a way that made sense mm-hmm. because they just kept leading you in these like opposite directions right. like it's not gonna ever make sense that they're together but the fact that like she finally says like no the restaurant that i've actually really want to do is one with your mom's recipes mm-hmm. and they don't know that until they see the menu like i don't know there's just something that's like really it's sweet very about cute. that yeah. um spoiler then, alert just the fact that like i oh, want to yeah. i want to give props to netflix because i feel like i'm always like giving them shit about like the budget for movies but the fact that they paid for the rights to a mariah carey song in the credits dude like, we were talking about the several rights songs. to this the music Good licensing several songs the no, music totally. licensing budget on this yep. had to be huge but mm-hmm. that song i'm just and like, her wardrobe her wardrobe and was and unreal Keanu. production design across the board though yeah. like it was they expensive spent a lot of money on this totally yeah. and this is a movie that i was going to say because i'm always giving shit to netflix I could have seen this movie like in theaters. In the theater. mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it had a very yep. limited release it, in theaters this did weekend. It? Yeah. Okay. I would actually like go see it in the theater. Like yeah. that, that was not good. So I will say, like, I generally enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. Do I think Ali Wong is an actress? No. And as much as I love her as a comedian, I really wish somebody else had played this part. And I do, I like her so much, and I was wanting to like her as an actress, but there was moments of like emotional connection that I wanted from her character with because Randall Park is such Great. a good actor. I love him. I love him so much. And the moment when they first see each other, when they haven't seen each other for 15, 16 years and they're, she's walking out of her house and he's just coming in to do the she AC work. It was like, you want some sort of reaction from her. Even it's not even verbal, just but she body was language. so yeah like plain and did nothing for such a long period of time where I'm like, you would have some reaction to this person that you've loved for so long and haven't seen in a long time. And so to me, it was like, there were so many moments like that where it's like, had it been a trained season actor who knew how to react to somebody that those are the moments that are going to sell this chemistry even more. And it's, I think Randall did everything he could and it was still a fun movie, but it's like, oh, it had somebody been really good in this. What's the what's the girl from Crazy Rich Asians? Constance. Would. Constance. Had it been Constance, I feel like it would have been a completely different Disgusting. thing. Disgusting. Never again. Mm. Are you over her? I've never been on her. Oh. After that Twitter. I think and she's yeah. in Fresh Off the Boat with Randall. Yeah. Oh, is so he I on the f- show too? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So I feel like it's an Asian, Asian show. I've He's the only it. Asian actor out there. Never watched it. So, like, I feel like... According to Natalie, Constance Wu is the only Asian actress out there, so we're good. But that's that's who I know of that is, like, a good actress that I'm, like... To me, the chemistry felt between her and Henry during, like, Crazy Rich Asians and stuff. I know she could react to an actor, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's those reactions that makes... 
that make me feel tied to her and that chemistry and that relationship where I felt like Allie was completely Well, flat. I will say, I don't know if I would want someone else to be... I want Allie... I liked Allie in it only for a limited amount of time. Like, I feel like... I liked the comedy that she brought to it. I liked certain things that she brought to it. Do I think she's an actress? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think that this is one of her first roles? Yeah. yeah. And she did a halfway decent job for that. Could she get better? Possibly. Yeah, probably. Possibly. But, like, I don't see Constance Wu taking it to the point of Allie's com- I feel like I don't it was think she's Allie's as funny as like yeah. Allie's she's, really yeah. really funny yeah. and there were moments where yeah. I was like I only Allie could do, could this, do that yeah you know and, th- and that's what I'm saying it's like it's I'm torn about that because like no I don't think she did a great yes. job more but I, in more in the comedy only Allie could do this but right. in them moments of like in a rom-com mm-hmm. where I need to buy into like this relationship texture. and buy into this 16 year relationship yeah. and then gap between the two but yeah. you still have a connection i you have to deliver that and yeah. she didn't i don't disagree with you i don't think the scene that you're describing is the one that bothered me the most i would argue that like the end mm-hmm. when it all had to kind of be brought together and feel that emotion i think that's where it lacked for me um in terms of her performance mm-hmm. like i don't think i saw her character as like bitchy um her life is very compartmentalized so the fact that he was entering again when he did didn't seem like i think you got that out of the assistant or the friend or whatever Mm -hmm. i think you got that emotional reaction from her because that is who like that friend was us as the audience Mm -hmm. being like oh my god this is crazy like this is they haven't seen each other in 16 years or whatever so i i I understood in that moment why ali's character was not as like emotionally responsive as you Mm -hmm. wanted her to be um but i do agree with you that i think that like she didn't have a lot of dynamic range in her performance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're getting at ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. I no, agree I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Any other notes on this one? Nope. No. No. So Ooh. I guess that was the one that enjoyed Luna. it the most. I think so. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I think it just. For a Netflix film, again, you guys know where the bar is for me, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. expectations going into any of these Netflix films is pretty low. I mean, honestly, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny if you watch it just for, unfortunately, Keanu Reeves. It's hysterical. Yeah. So my I, martini score is a two plus. I'm, I'm two still plus? A, what does that Well, mean? it just means that, like, I'm just. I'm still a three. Between a two and three? I'm not. No. Between a two and one. Between a two and a one. Like, I, this, is not a, this is not a one worthy film by any no. means. But I no. definitely, like. I'm, I'm a three. I'm still middle on this. Okay. It was good. It was funny. Netflix. It's great. But okay. Natalie, where are you at with this one? three oh. i'm gonna give it a three okay it's it's close to a two but it's not quite there yet if i had to watch again i would be like okay but i wouldn't choose to watch it again. yeah i don't think I, if it's on tv if i'm not somebody was like oh i haven't it. seen this yeah. i'd be like oh, okay let's watch it yeah i i honestly this movie reconfirmed how much i actually do feel about randall park i think he's so funny and yeah, very so funny. underutilized in the more commercial landscape mm-hmm. of- and keanu and Keanu. Um, so it just, Ali Wong was a little bit weaker yeah. than I had wanted her yeah. to be. And I think overall the story was really good. Um, but it just, it, yeah. she just didn't land the chemistry of me buying into this relationship, which yeah. oh, is okay. a big deal. Right. So I get it. Let's yeah. move oh, on. Oh, we're going to do our Netflix and chill. Do we do that at the end. With oh, both movies. Gosh, okay, great, great, great. We're writing okay, this as we go. Okay, all right, let's move on to um, a vastly different film. Oh, my oh, God. Jesus Christ. Not what I expected. Who wrote this thing? The Perfection. <laughs> um, it was not perfection by any means, at least from my perspective. Um, uh, I don't know where to begin with this one. I don't either. I, I don't, like, I, uh, I don't know where to begin I don't with know this where one. to begin with like, this. It's, <sighs> it, it started as something so promising Look, and so different. A lot of people talked about this movie. Yeah. And, really? Uh, there was yes. a lot of hype around There was a lot it. of no. hype around this movie, and that's why I put it on there, because I was like, everyone's talking about this movie. I didn't know why they were talking about this movie. In fact, you didn't, you said that in like one of our meetings yes. like a month or half ago. And I wrote it in the notes. Everyone's talking about this movie. Well, and like, I still but didn't resonate with it until like the week before exactly. it came out. I, I was like, fuck, everybody's totally. talking about this movie. But like, I didn't ever, I don't like to read those articles because I'm like, if I am going to watch this, I don't want to read about what other people's opinions are mm-hmm. before I have my own opinion I about it. I am in the opposite camp. Oh. And the reason I say that is because sometimes having context will help me, like, I, 
that's not going to make my decision for me. I go me. back and read them. Sure. I'm just saying a, a, a critic's opinion of something is mm-hmm. rarely going to make me yes or no want to see something right. if I've already said that I want to mm-hmm. see it. Um, I like having a little bit of context going into something. Having mm-hmm. said that, I don't feel that there was a single one of those articles. I maybe read like two or three of them mm-hmm. that gave that prepared me for what I was about to watch. Oh no, I like, don't know that after anything, rereading them. I don't, I don't know think that so any either. written word no. can prepare you Seriously. for what you're. No, I don't know if what Absolutely. we can say right now will prepare you. For yeah, what you're going to watch. No. It like, is the strangest. I'm gonna say it. This movie was very disturbing in good ways and sometimes sure. bad ways. I agree. Yeah, and. I feel like it was five different genres and I wasn't really sure what I was watching because I kind of was like, okay, I'm on board. This is where we're going. I'm disturbed this time in a good way. Mm-hmm. And then we fucking switch gears and it's something completely different. And then she vomits bugs. And then it was disturbing in a way I don't want to be disturbed. Yeah, in. it was so, so I didn't know where the characters, what they wanted, where they were going, mm-hmm. which... Is that good that I the, then the twist kind of landed a little bit heavier than? But then I there was another twist, and then it was then, like yeah, there was several opportunities where it was just, and then it's like the whole time the first part of it, I'm like Allison Williams acting is terrible, and I then there's stand her, but then there's a twist, and I'm I like okay, I can't stand her. I couldn't stand her and get out. I'm I, like stop riding this train. She was in stop get putting out. her yeah. in this because I can't. But then, Stand her. So that's how I felt. And then, then the twist happened. And I was like, oh, is that why I didn't like her acting? Because it felt no. not genuine how she was reacting yeah. to the situation. But then I find out later what the circumstance was for why. And I'm like, okay, so maybe that's why I felt this way, that she was acting this way. And it didn't feel right for the moment. So part that's really hard when you're telling a story like mm-hmm. that where it's just kind of like I have certain thoughts about the actor and I feel like they're not doing a good job and that doesn't feel right for the moment but then you're doing this crazy twist right and then it's like okay well maybe that is the reason why yeah, she was acting I mean, that I, way I, I so get it's that hard. But and I, then that happened <laughs> four times. yeah I mean I will say it was definitely an emotional roller coaster. Allison yeah. Williams out of the story I don't care about her I didn't give a shit about any of her act- like I just can't I don't want to watch her um, hmm. at one point in life I probably thought she was gorgeous and then now I just like literally cannot I don't put her on any movie any why do you like her I just something about her is so infuriating to me people have very visceral reactions mm-hmm. to her it's really strange i i watched the show girls and i liked her oh, character never, i never yes. watched that oh. so. and her character in girls was that annoying entitled personality and that fit who she was perfectly that's who she's played in everything i've ever seen and that's in. exactly a little bit who her reactions to things throughout each of these things that i've seen her in is kind of and i felt like i want her i wanted that to just be marnie the character she played in girls and that was just it but, but it does seem like it's translating even to when you watch her in interviews she's just a fucking pretentious like just i just mm-hmm. i can't stand her but then again so she was playing that part which i was like if you genuinely care about this person this seems weird that you're reacting this way yeah. but then when you find out why it's like oh Okay, well, then I guess that that does make sense. Like, so maybe this so for context, was appropriate. So for context, I think because like... And we're trying not to spoil well, I'm gonna it, spoil, but... Yeah. I'm going to spoil a little bit because I think we have to be able to talk about it. Well, so, no, we can get around it. Okay, she plays... Stop listening if you don't want to be spoiled. She plays a woman who had a past in the per- musical performance industry. But I don't think we need to say what happened. Like, it, I don't okay. think, she, I think we can get around it. She befriends this woman who is in a very similar circumstance she to her. She does not befriend her. Well, what we think. It, it appears yes. that she befriends her, right? And then, and then we, well, I have, well, I have issues about all of that. Okay. <laughs> well, and like, you can have all the issues. Like, I'm not going to dispute your feelings about it. But I'm just saying that like, from my perspective, I thought that was actually really well executed because I was along for that ride in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So when she, when they're introduced as friends, right? No, the and girl then, makes friends with her. She did okay. not want to be friends with her. Okay, but there's, but the, I guess the conflict there and the confusion around right, right, that made that the interesting jeal- for me to watch. The jealousy thing. Correct. Yeah. So then when they get on the bus, though, mm-hmm. right, and, like, the craziness Okay, begins. the bus thing, now, that Logan Browning girl fucking sold me on that. She's a great actress. 
She's really cute. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, their, their relationship to me, I was buying into that. And I was like, okay, cool. So she's going to help her. And then she literally gets sick. And then she's literally helping her. So oh. you think. I was buying into Logan. I wasn't buying into Allison. I was I was bought into all of it. Because I don't have opinions about Allison. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I never watched her in Girls. My really, mm-hmm. I think the only exposure I have to her is Get Out. And I thought mm-hmm. she was perfectly fine in that. Yes, she played a very similar character. It was like, perfect for her in Get Out. Like, it was, I think totally. she did great. But I thought she, I thought she was fine in this too, though. Having said that. Like, I don't. Going back after, like, Yes, seeing what the, the twists were. Or yes, yes. she did what she twists. needed to have done. And I guess that's and the point. And then those those choices made sense to me. Totally. To well, me. Because there is you a could put choice. anyone else in that role and it would be fine. So there's an incident that happens on the she bus. She doesn't bring anything. And her, one of them gets sick, right? And we yeah. still don't know where it's going beyond that point. Right. But then her character shifts very dramatically in that section of the film, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, wasn't ready for that but then to your point natalie like you see later in the film you see why mm-hmm. her character shifted so dramatically and like so i don't know i actually thought like the contrast in this film were really interesting to watch mm-hmm. and i think for a film in this genre which i still don't necessarily know what genre, no, what genre it is, but like it's it was five different it was scary <laughs> to me it was disturbing it had definitely yeah. had the elements of like black swan which is like from yes, the reviews yeah. that i did yes. read mm-hmm. there were that's kind of like the thing the that they compared it the most to yeah. and i totally felt that yeah now you didn't have like a natalie portman type performance in terms Mm -hmm. of like dramatic acting Mm -hmm. but like i don't know this film did its job for me and there were some weird twists particularly at the end like so the the twist that you have in the beginning in the middle and stuff and like okay this is cool like i whatever it's different Mm -hmm. but then you kept having more twists at the end right and it's got progressively more strange and just like, a different oh, okay. plan and this is the secret plan yeah. and then, oh, so, but we had planned this but now we're gonna do this plan yeah. and so like, for, it was a little heavy-handed yeah. in all of the twists and separate yeah. plans that were but also had. very easy to follow plans like once the was happening i'm like oh, okay yep okay that plan makes sense well just kind of once we once we're brought into the right. situation of like oh this is what's happening and this is the reason why it's like let's unpack that a little bit and let that be the story but no that's not the story we're then gonna have another twist five minutes later well, that's gonna be about this whole other thing and it had just, you not had like if you took like one or two of the twists out yeah i think it could have been a more interesting story because yeah. you could have expounded on you know yeah. some of the things that were happening i don't know right but to your point it just it was like one thing after another and you're like yeah. fuck like my mind they just keep anymore. taking you around the corner and around the corner and you're just going yeah. in circles then yeah yeah. Just... yeah anyways i do i feel like they really push some boundaries mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that i was not expecting at all mm-hmm. so i think if you're into that sort of thriller horror type stuff I felt very creeped out and grossed. I don't feel like I get that feeling that often. It takes a lot for me to feel Same. like well, I am uncomfortable out. with how gross all of this is how right now. But like gross in like the because of the bodily fluid stuff or the, the, the illness portion of it. I uh-huh. was like, what the fuck? Is that? Yeah, it was really disturbing. It was very disturbing to yeah. watch. And then the violence that ends up happening throughout it there's a knife in the arm that's slides. oh yeah. so it's like the gore the in it time. as yeah. okay. like so if you don't like gore you're gonna not like this movie for sure so i have a note about that mm-hmm. and I actually this is a question that i posed to both of you i was just also thinking that it couldn't happen but you know would it have been a better film mm-hmm. and a better story that they were telling without the gore yeah. And it being so graphic. Because mm-hmm. I found myself thinking that, especially toward the end, I was like, I actually liked a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, like, without all of that being so graphic. Yeah. Because that, you take me out of it at some point. Like, there, there's a very fine line that you mm-hmm. ride between, like, showing me stuff, like, showing me what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, like, okay, I get it. You know? And I... The knife cannot cut... Sorry, spoiler. Cannot cut you that way. Mm-hmm. Like... The way you're holding it and the angle, like you're at, it just—it doesn't do <laughs> that. She's a Lena, forensic scientist. Seriously, Lena, <laughs> no, the but forensic it doesn't do that. Over here. You can't. I, it, I get that. Nothing is going to be yeah. that sharp that it just goes. And that's like, not even my issue, not, though. That's not yeah. even my issue. My issue is like, was it necessary to like go that well, far? Yeah. Like, regardless right. of whether or not it's possible. It's fine. Stab it in and whatever, but then you do the whole split thing, and it's like, but that's yeah. Stabbing is fine. Then you took it to another yeah. level. So I don't know. It just seemed like they really pushed the boundaries of right. what is 
comfortable and uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's part of where I'm like is this a good movie because I feel uncomfortable that's where I grapple with sometimes True. where it's like horror movies thrillers I mistake feeling uncomfortable as like you've done a good job telling the story mm. whereas mm-hmm. was that like a lazy device where it's like mm-hmm. I do feel like I think I and I love gore and I do like what's the movie oh, with yeah. the clown that I can't Saw. stop talking about oh my god what is that movie Shit, sinister no no and we'll come up with it. Uh, so, like, I can't watch the Saw movies. That, to yeah. me, is, like, a genre film. Well, like, I don't like Saw, watching torture porn. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. The other ones after that, very torturous. The first with Saw. With the needles, when she jumps in the pile of needles, that's just crazy. The first Saw. I, it's the, the first Saw is great. It's the only movie oh, that, that I've ever really watched good, yeah. where I had to mm-hmm. literally get up from my seat and walk out. There's that scene where the he's, like, one? in the chain link fence, and he can't move without, like, cutting himself in the oh, chain link. Oh, mm-hmm. I literally, I, that does not interest me. I love to be scared. I love but see, suspense. But, but Saw brought something new to me. I yeah. didn't. I had never experienced that they exploited that type for like of, eight years. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. After that, it was too much. The yeah. first one was different and new, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" So we saw during the Halloween season, oh my God, Terrifier. I, love this. I fucking love this, movie. which is a super low budget Ugh. horror is this movie. The one you're talking about but that's movie? why I love low budget horror movies. Well, clowns are scary they, as fuck. By the it, way, well, you gotta watch. It's this not movie. even about him being a clown. It, Terrifier Two is now in production, and I'm oh, so excited. God. And I found. Where can you watch this movie? Seriously, uh, I think on Netflix. Oh God, it's so. So good. I found a guy so dressed good. as the Terrifier clown. Enrique, she's talking to you. Enrique literally is like every movie that you guys talk about. He's it goes literally. Literally, goes literally. Go, so if I you found like a Terrifier movies. clown on Santa Monica Boulevard during Halloween and took a picture with him because oh his God. costume was perfect. perfect. But this movie is so campy and gory, is it and on it's Netflix? so fun. I think it, so. It might be. And it's on a lot of lists of, like, horror movies to, like, watch. It is ridiculous. Interesting. Nick, that's for you, too. It's so fun. I literally, I've gotten so many people to watch it already because it's so ridiculous. I'll totally watch it. But it's, so to me, I don't dislike gore, and I don't dislike torture porn in that sense. But it's like, this to me was like, okay, you kind of have an interesting story, and you're still using this... Can I see? That? Oh my god! I'm sorry. Yeah. But oh my god! That is terrifying. That, yeah. It is. Why it's called the terrifier. It's so great. That is terrifying. Yeah. Is we need to put this picture up on our social because is that is terrifying. You, uh, we'll put the picture of me with the clown on oh. there. Oh, it's please. so good. It's so um, good. But so I do like that stuff. But yeah. this was so weird because it was like this weird, sophisticated, classy environment with this torture porn gore yeah. stuff that didn't seem to totally. Fit. I don't yeah. know. It was. That's why I felt like it was like several different genres where I was watching one movie and expecting it to go a certain way. And it I is thought, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. And then I was thinking that like the whole throwing up on the bus and it was yeah, going to be like contagion and it was going to be this whole everybody's right. getting sick sort well, of thing. It, it was the concert so... that old man like exactly. Yeah. And so I just thought it was like and the puke was the same yes, color. I it agree. Was so specific yeah. that I was just like. I felt like this was the movie I was going to watch, and, to and then I got put like, on a different movie. How did she movie. plan that? She didn't. She yeah. couldn't have planned that, but then she took it from. Yeah, yeah. it's honestly you got to watch it. Here's here's my thoughts on that. I, I agree. Love with, this movie. I agree <laughs> with everything you guys just said. I here's what I would say about that though. I admire the attempt because yeah. I do think that crossing all these different genres and these weird like uh, incorporating like the cellist element, like there were just so many different things about it that I was like. Of course we admire the attempt. We're like, enjoy this industry. We work in this industry. There's part, like, of course, you made a fucking movie. It looks pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I admire that you got this done. Absolutely. But there's certain things where I'm like, had we, Lana and I talk about this kind of stuff all the time where it's like editing outfits that people go on to red carpets with where it's like you remove one accessory. (laughs) Like, that's kind of like the rule of thumb. Yes. Like, always remove one one thing. Yeah. And it seemed like this was trying to do so many things. Had it removed one and kind of simplified a little bit more and just worked on what they had, I think it could have been a more interesting story. But it just felt like, what the fuck am I watching? Is what I thought several times throughout well, I watching I think specifically it. is when it's horror movies and there's several monsters that you're fighting against. Yeah. It's like, it should be one monster several people could be fighting that monster i mean nightmare nightmare on elm street 
it's yeah. just Freddy. Yeah. Like, and, the, and this no, movie is nothing it else. this disease that we don't right. know anything about? Is it Allison Williams? Right. Is it the other girl? Is it is it the drug? Is it the guy? Is it, the, is it, it like there's so many other there's just so many other things that are the bad guys? I think it would have been really interesting if Allison Williams' character, and again, kind of a spoiler, but not really, maybe. Um, if her character was the through line of like the bad, that's one. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That would have been yes. interesting story to watch. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So, also one last thing: the last scene. Um, Steve Webber. <laughs> that was not a good. Sound. That was ridiculous. That was fucking dumb. I did not. I could not believe what I was also, watching. He can't see you. I know. He but I hear. love. He can hear the perfection. That's for <laughs> the perfection you. of the. Music. I get that. that but the seeing the them sit like that, it was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. I liked that part of it. But then you look at him and you're like, "What the fuck happened? How?" I just can't. Cannot. Then you ruined it. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you would, those two would have just sat down and did what they did, no, not trying to spoil anything, and did what they did, it would have been fine. I know. But also, get the fuck out of this house. Why are you still there? Exactly. Oh, God. Anyways. Anyways. All right, ladies. Natalie, do you want to tell... <laughs> I, we already scored one movie, but tell the audience what the Martini scale is, just in case they've never listened to us so This is a reverse star system that we like to score movies on. Uh, one being best... Five being worst. Having said that, what would you give the perfection? Did it live up to your perfection? Your ideas of perfection? Me? You look at me. You, know, you go first. I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm in a three on this. Yeah. I mean, it possibly could have been a four, but there were moments where I'm like, this could be good and I want it to be good. I'm just in the middle about it. Me too. I'm a three. Middle. I think I'm a three. But then on your scale. Oh, that's what oh. we get to next. Yeah. So, What's your scale? All right. So our scale is basically Netflix or chill. So Netflix means that, yeah, this is it's worth watching on Netflix. Chill is like, meh, it's fine. Don't, don't bother. Both of these movies get a Netflix for me. Oh, okay. I think they're worth watching. I would say Wine Country. No. Um, is that's the last episode. Old episode. What? Wow. <laughs> We did that one already. Okay, Grandma, you literally just proved everything you said in that episode about being old. You just proved it correct. What do we start with? Always be my baby. Yeah, that's a Netflix for sure. Netflix for sure. Um, This one, as much as I like the horror stuff, I'm gonna say chill. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Always Be My Baby a Netflix for sure. Mm -hmm. This one I'm gonna say Netflix because it's like just to watch the. It's curiosity of the strangest thing you could possibly watch yeah netflix that shit yeah. i mean if you if you like this kind of stuff yeah. like how gory it's gonna mm-hmm. be then yeah sure watch it but i think bus. that there's a lot of people there's that are not gonna gores. like this movie yeah. it's not that much Ooh. gore. and i think what's so here's the last thing i'll say about it too because i think what's interesting about it is the scene that does happen in the bus and i know we keep like talking around this scene a lot but it's so you're not it's expecting good, that yeah. mm-hmm. from this film. What's what it's set up in terms of exposition thus mm-hmm. far. You're not expecting from these actors mm-hmm. yeah. to go through that and endure that, right? So like that scene, I think, is where the film really shifts, and it either goes. You either like where it takes you beyond that point, or you're like, I'm out. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what yeah, you have to yeah, reconcile yeah. when watching yeah. this movie. Yeah, the bus scene's great, or yeah. not, or yeah, depending or on your perspective. As always, we want to thank you for listening. For more information, please be sure to visit themartiniscale.com, where you can find links for all of our social channels in addition to show notes and more. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Cheers. Bye!